Hallelujah, Lord Jesus, we love you. We're so happy we can be together one more full day. I tell you, I will never forget how much I have enjoyed being with you all this entire week. The exercise, the atmosphere, the prayer has been wonderful. Hallelujah. But I'll tell you, I'll tell you, this training is not over. Don't prematurely check out. Don't think about your travel plans. Don't think about what happens at home. Don't think about what's waiting for you at home. Give yourself to be in this training. Learn to finish victoriously. You know, brother, we were were praying just before we came in here, and he he gave me this verse, which I really appreciate, because I think it's good for all of us. It's uh, 1 Corinthians 9.27. It says, But I buffet my body and make it my slave. Wow. You You know what happens when we begin to get tired? It's been a long week. You've been exercising the three parts of your being all week long. The schedule is demanding. Maybe on Monday, it was easy to buffet your body. Right, Janine? But now it's Friday. What, what's, what usually happens, Emmanuel? Our body begins to buffet us. Right? Now's the time. Now's the time, saints. When we come here, there's a, a great spectacle before us. It's the NACT 2019. It's here. I'm here. Look at all these brothers and sisters. Wow, look at this schedule. Oh, the Jubilee. We're just so excited. And we should be, Maurice. But now it's Friday. Are you still excited? Amen. 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 But I would say, now you're at a place where God can do the most. The natural zeal is long gone, replaced by fatigue. You know, today just might be the day, Benji, where you hear a word that may change the course of your life. Stay open. Don't prematurely check out of this train. Exercise your spirit. Every brother that you hear today after me, all of today, tonight, their being is exercised on your behalf to impart something that may just be a word that has your name on it. It may just be a word as to why you needed to be here this week. Stay open. Hallelujah. Shame the devil. Buffet your body. That's the best time to apply everything you've heard all week long. On Monday, everybody, well, no, I say everybody, but a lot of times it's easy to kind of begin on the mountaintop. Oh, yeah, yeah, Jubilee, yeah, yeah. We're all going to do the Jubilee. Now it's time to apply everything that we've been hearing all week long. You know when it's time to apply the Jubilee? When you least feel like it. Right, Charlotte? I mean, it's just... Most of the time, we just don't feel like it. Now's the time we can really experience Jubilee. 
Alleluia. Okay, this morning, we're on page 9, and we come to a hidden life. Remember, we started with a private life, and that's really even the, the uh, title for this entire week is A Private Time and a Hidden Life with the Lord. You know, the nature of the divine life is to remain hidden. That's the nature of this life that's within us. This very mysterious life, it makes us mysterious, that's in us. The nature of it is to be hidden. Why is that? Why is the nature of that life to be hidden? Because the one in us likes This is the kind of life that he lives. If we're living by the divine life, we will live a life that is not seen by others. We'll develop this more in a minute. But make no mistake about it. This is not not just an openly manifested life. Again, you have to go back to the four Gospels to see our pattern. The Lord Jesus Christ, who is in us as a seed, lived a life of looking for an opportunity to go off by himself, to meet with the Father alone in prayer. Right after he accomplished a great miracle, feeding 5,000 people besides women and children, it says he left the crowd. You know, that's a a great temptation. You just performed a miracle. Isn't there something in you to just kind of want to linger around? Uh, I'll be here for the next two hours of, uh, you know, I'm the one who performed that miracle. Can anybody like to take a picture with me? Sign a few autographs. I'm, I'm here. I'm willing to make myself available. Did he do that? No, 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 he didn't. This life in us is a hidden life. Consider a tree. You see some of it, but most of it you don't see, right? If you do see it, if you do see most of it, then that tree is in trouble. In fact, It's probably dead if the deeper roots are exposed. Even you consider a blade of grass. The the, uh, blade of grass barely bears any weight whatsoever. Yet that single blade of grass has a long, lengthy root system. Roots, brothers. There are roots to things that are living. We need a root system, Sebastian. We need a lengthy root system. Because it is these roots that absorb water. They absorb nutrients in the soil. It's these roots that are the factor of growth. No roots, 
you don't have a way to grow. God causes the growth, but He needs the cooperation. The cooperation comes with a root system. Right? Matthew 13, well, let me read this one first. Jeremiah 17, 8. Write down this reference. I'd like you to go home with this verse. You don't have to try to write it down now, but just remember, put it somewhere that you can come back to it. Jeremiah 17, 8 says, And he will be like a tree transplanted beside water, which sends out its roots by a stream. Does that sound refreshing to you? And will not be afraid when heat comes. For its leaves remain flourishing, and it will not be anxious in the year of drought, and will not cease to bear fruit. Wonderful. Matthew 13, 5 through 6. And others fell on the rocky places, this is a seed, where they did not have much earth. And immediately they sprang up because they had no depth of earth. But when the sun rose, they were scorched. And because they had no root, they withered. Brothers, we need to keep track of the garden in our heart. We need to maintain the soil in our heart. All that we have heard this week in the morning session and in other sessions, are here to help us. How you work it out, that is up to you. Calling, singing, exercising ourselves over the Word of God in an intimate, personal way. What does this do when we have this personal time to exercise between us and the Lord, to deal with Him, using the Word, this Word, is a hammer. This hammer crushes rocks. Rocks in our being that keep the root from going down. The word is also a sharp two-edged sword, dividing soul from spirit, bringing us into a complete rest. This is where we develop a root system. Because if we do not maintain the soil of our heart, these rocks, what are these rocks? Don't have time to elaborate, just don't have that much time. Personal desires. Uh, hidden sins. Self-seeking. And how about this one? Self-pity. Who does not love to linger in self-pity? Do you realize that's a rock that can prevent the root from growing, deepening downward? That's why we need this time in the morning. To allow Him to gently, sweetly, lovingly touch these idols. That most of the time, brothers, 
we don't realize they are there. Rocks are submerged. You don't see them. They're not apparent. It's not until you do a little bit of digging that you discover, whoa, there's rocks in this soil. I had no idea it looked so pretty on the surface. Oh, months and months I've been watering. Nothing's been happening. Well, you got to dig. How do you dig? Singing. Rocks. Rocks. Not to be afraid of. This is not something to be afraid of. This should spur us on to have this sweet time in the morning. In the morning. He's not there condemning. He's there shining. See the difference. The enemy loves to condemn. He loves to condemn. He sends us all sorts of bizarre feelings to send us on lots of different goose chases. The Lord does, did not come here to condemn you. He came to shine. Because he has one desire in that shining, just to remove the hindrance. There's a flow here, but it's getting backed up. There's a hindrance. He just wants to help us remove the hindrance, so that he can flow. He's not here to make you feel bad. He's not here to humiliate you, to embarrass you. No, he is not. He just wants to flow. So let's cooperate with him. Come under the shining of light in our fellowship. Don't worry about just looking for light everywhere. Just enjoy. Just enjoy, and he will be faithful to shine on whatever needs to be shined upon. Uh, years ago, I was having a private time. First, let me say this. Developing roots is a matter of not telling everyone our experiences. Now, don't hear me wrong. If the Lord's touching you, you better share it because the body needs it, right? So we don't want to go... We don't want to go too extremes here. But a hidden life means most of it is not seen. Your experiences, most of it is not seen. Right? This is what it means to have this kind of root that's going further and further down. Most of it is not seen. But one time I had this uh, experience where I was having this private time and I had no consciousness of what was around me. I was a younger believer. But just in my enjoyment, there was a shining in me. Before you read another word of this Bible, I was reading the Bible. Take down all the posters that are on your wall. and all, I'm not going to tell you what was on it, but a whole bunch of different things. And I'll tell you, I was deeply surprised. It was not like, oh, man, oh, God, you know how much those posters were? They're expensive. No, I was rejoicing taking every single one of those things down because the light was there. And where the light is, there's a supply energizing us to cooperate with this hidden divine life in our being. Oh, I tell you, it's not something to be afraid of. It's not something to try to avoid. It's not something to make you feel bad. It's just there for one purpose, to remove the hindrance. 
for a deeper, wider, fuller flow. I'll end with this. I'm over time. I realize that. But this has to be said. This has to be said. The sun, the sun, S-U-N, that is the scorching heat in Matthew 13, always typifies affliction. It typifies trial, typifies persecution. Those will always come. There will always be a heat of the day. Don't be stumbled in thinking there's never going to be trial. There's never going to be persecution. There's never going to be affliction. It will come. The question is, will it become a death knell to you? Or will it cause you to grow more? You know what the determining factor of that is? Roots. If you have a root system, a proper root system, that scorching sun will just cause you to grow more. If you're without this root system, it will be a death knell. You come to this college training, you're excited. Oh, I just, oh, love it. Oh, yes, I'm doing this the rest of my life. Nothing's going to get in my way. But you, in your excitement, you really don't build up a habit of something personal, private, intimate. And so when you go back, maybe something out of, out of nowhere just comes to you, takes you by surprise. Death approaches you. Spiritual death, somehow, some temptation you weren't ready for. Oh, man, this doesn't work. Oh, forget it. I mean, it was so good last week, but this is real life. This stuff doesn't work in real life. No, this, what was I thinking? I can't believe I spent all that money. Went all, I went all the way over to do the college training. You, you laugh, but I tell you, this is real. This is real. Develop the root system. And I'll stop here just reminding us of this verse, which I, I, I pleaded. You're going to hear a lot of speaking today, but do not forget Jeremiah 17, 8. And will not be afraid when heat comes, for its leaves remain flourishing, and it will not be anxious in the year of drought feeling a little low, a little downturn, your roots will rescue you. You will still find water because of those roots. It's not because this word is not effective to you. It's not because you're different from everybody else. You just need to develop deeper roots as part of growing up. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Brothers, stay in the training. Finish this day victoriously. Finish tomorrow victoriously. Hallelujah.